Episode 34. Even though we got a few hiccups, y'all know my motto. The devil is a lie no matter how hard he try. So y'all tell a friend to tell a friend to check on in. Because the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet is called the B-Side, goddammit, is on. Now tuned in to the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet. It's called the B-Side, goddammit. And I am your man, C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. The host, the creator, and the innovator of this thing we call the B-Side. Now look, check this out, man. Hold on, man. I'm, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff going on around this thing right here. And uh, as we got a lot going on right here, man, y'all already know what it is, man. <laughs> Gotta turn some lights on, man. I ain't even turn all the lights on. But look, check this out, man. Um, me and the homie Lil Will, right? We was talking today. Let me turn some more lights on. And as we was talking today, we was like, we supposed to have a sit down, right? He and I. So instead of us having our sit down, we got a situation that's going on Sunday in Clemson, South Carolina. So what we're going to do is gonna do a little, little bit different so let me call the homie right quick because uh it's a lot to take in right now so check this out let me see if he pick up right quick he should because he should be expecting the call no I'm talking about
Messi. Well, as y'all see, it went to the voicemail, right? So we're going to call him back in a minute. But what I want to do right now is let y'all know that myself and the homie Lil Will will be coming back with y'all. But instead of not doing nothing tonight, I had something and someone that come that came to me via someone that I consider a friend and soon to be a co-host. You know what I mean? So right now I want to shout out Mr. some of the things that we've done on the radio on her awesomeness in action radio show um not just that um some of the things that we've done also on the b-side audio um interviews so to speak over on spotify so what we decided to do is come together and do a show like i told y'all that we'll be coming in may well what she did was she hit me up and she was like, hey, I got somebody I want to introduce you to and somebody that I feel like would be a great addition to your show. And I said, okay, well, will it coming from you? I know it's got to be authentic. So saying that to say she sent me over the IMDB, she sent me over everything that I needed to see in order to bring it to you all my looking and listening audience. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, right now, I have on the line director, producer, and if I'm, and if I'm not mistaken, author as well, Miss Maria Garcia. It's Gina Garcia. Gina M. Garcia. Gina Garcia. It's okay. Ah! All right. I still love you. Sorry, sweetheart. I'm so sorry. No worries. Miss Gina Garcia. Now, listen, 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 y'all. I want to uh, formally introduce you all to her because she has a story that needs to get out. And not just a story, but she also have a movie that she just dropped. So before we do the interview, I want to give y'all a clip of the movie and we're going to come right back in with Miss Gina Garcia. can survive chase the ghost rolling the dice written in stone face the demons claiming the throne and I got you surrounded my name's Gina Garcia this is my story. Let's just enjoy ourselves. It's girls' night out. Do you remember anything happening to Gina? Like what? What's going on with Gina? Gina got away from her abductor? What do you mean? My baby got abducted! Oh, hey. Out of cases like this, 99% of the time the child is murdered. <gasps> we have a group for women that are suffering from traumatic events. You're not damaged. You're selfish. I talk to them. My whole family is blue on my face. We see it. 
you know, I was so far you got out of that car. You can be healthy. You can have great relationships. Where are you going? I hate you! Jesus! You're disassociating? If that's what you want to call it. That deserves a round of applause. And right here, right now, I have right before you all. Okay. As the round of applause go out, what I want to do first and foremost is I want to thank you, Ms. Garcia, for bringing your story, bringing your movie, and just your testimony right here live to the B-side. Absolutely. I am so thankful to be here and be able to share my story with your your audience, and uh, you know, I feel blessed to be part of it. You could have been anywhere else other than the B side, so I take I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule just to come here. So, in the process of taking time out of your schedule to come to the B side, can you, in your own words? Tell my looking and listening audience, who is Gina Garcia? I, as you said earlier, I'm a writer, director, author, entrepreneur, um, and I am a survivor of a child stranger abduction. I was taken by Otis Toole, who was a convicted serial killer. He uh, admitted to murdering 108 people. Notably, one of the, the people that he abducted and murdered was Adam Walsh, the son of John Walsh of America's Most Wanted. Um, I'm the kid that came home, and it's the story that was never talked about. And my film's called Untold, This Is My Story, and it was an opportunity to uh, take a step to show my voice and my story and you know, to help people get to the other side of dealing with trauma, both in, as individuals and as families. Um, I showed how I showed how my family imploded um, dealing with what happened to me. Okay. Um, thank you for that introduction. Okay. Now um, let's get into this story a little bit because I was reading your IMDb and um, it's a lot to go into Miss <laughs> Gina Garcia. So let's peel back the layers a little bit so we can get a little bit more intimate with the audience okay so tell us about the movie and, and and pretty much what's the synopsis of it um it's pretty much when i was um as a child i was abducted it wasn't till my early 30s i actually processed it um i was dealing with ptsd i was a victim of a hate crime um, it was actually a few hate crimes by employees that I, that I had fired. And it's my journey dealing with uh, my PTSD. Uh, I joined a, a veteran support group. And it's about these amazing group of women that helped a young veteran deal with PTSD. And it's not like how you normally see it. Like, it's, it was... Um, I guess I would call it the Wizard of Oz. Everybody had something wrong with them, you know, like the Tin Man and the Cowardly Lion and things like that. 
And I kind of see myself as Dorothy because looking at me, you didn't see somebody that was like missing an arm. You didn't see somebody that survived a bombing and had, you know, their face was, you know, distorted from, you know, um, actually surviving the Oklahoma bombing, uh, as a matter of fact. And, um, you know, you can look at somebody for at face value and go, oh, they look all right. But, you know, trauma and PTSD, it's something you, that you don't see. It's, it's not on the surface. It's something that's inside of you. So the story just deals with how I did not deal well with it. And I pretty much imploded my family, my friendships, my relationships. And it's that journey to go inward to get to the other side of trauma. And, and uh, you know, it, it, it shows my journey to like where I am now in my life. And so um, I thought it was important because a lot of people just stop when something bad happens to them and for myself and, and for the viewers of my film and your audience, uh, you know, I want to let everybody know that you can get to the other side of trauma and you can't succeed in life. And I want to show you that. Now, 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 I applaud you for that because my looking and listening audience, they know my story. I am a trauma survivor. I am an advocate of surviving trauma. So your story is near and dear to my heart. And being so, I want to ask a connection because you briefly spoke on it. And right now we have it in our banner, America Most Wanted. What is your connection once again to Adam Walsh? Um, I was abducted by the same person that murdered him. You was abducted by the same person who murdered Adam Walsh. Yeah, John Walsh's which son. Made his, which made his father create America Most Wanted. Yes. Right? Now, according to your filmography, this is your directorial debut, right? This is correct. Yes, it is. Okay, 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 okay. Now, saying that to say, I saw that you was diagnosed with PTSD. Like myself, living with PTSD, in your own words, can you tell the looking and listening audience what it's like living with it? Well, I can tell you my early journey completely sucked. Let's call it what it is. When you're first dealing with PTSD, it's like... I, I live in Florida and it, it, it's kind of like when you're in the ocean and a wave gets you and you're just, you're stuck under, you're stuck under the water. It feels like you're getting thrown around like a washing machine. And all you want to do is get to the service to take a breath. You just want to, that's, that's what PTSD feels like for me. Um, my journey now with PTSD, I've, you know, I, I thank God for the VA and I know a lot of people, say a lot of negative things about the the veterans you know veterans affairs as far as the hospitals and stuff like that it honestly saved my life there there was they get they showed me the tools to actually process and deal with ptsd and um you know i i learned how to no longer carry the passenger that i carried around which was my abductor um and and it wasn't until september of this past year that I actually, it was confirmed that it was actually Otis Tool, my abductor. It took 40 years of making a movie for OPD 
to confirm who actually took me. And I had to find out about it in the paper, like everybody else. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it, it further triggered a already, uh, you know, my PTSD. I, I'd, I've been pretty much 13 years since I actually really dove deep into dealing with it. But, you know, um, I'll be honest, I'd I rather be transparent with you. Um, the New York Post, which I'm thankful that they did the investigative reporting, but they put my my rapist picture right next to my picture, and and that that is that sucked. That 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 was not kind. Um, it was pretty brutal, and um, but I'm also thankful because when you know and you know it, you know you believe you know who did it and people denied your truth for 40 years at least i got i got my truth out of it okay so making this movie you had to you know unearth some covered up trauma correct so as you made this movie and got your story out has it been therapeutic for you? It has. It has. It, it's it's been therapeutic. Uh, it, it's created a lot of new dialogue with my family. My me and my family are are, are closer than we've ever been. Um, you know, I, I think in everyone's mind, they felt like I was blaming them or everybody else. And what I've realized in actually making the movie and with the recent you know, conclusion that who actually took me, um, the only person to blame is Otis Tool. It wasn't my, my sister's fault that was supposed to watch me. It wasn't my mom's fault for going to take a, you know, go pay a bill. It wasn't my dad's fault for letting my, my, me and my sister and my mom have girls night out. It wasn't my brother's fault for not being the big brother that's supposed to protect me. The only person you could blame in this is, is the rapist, the serial killer that took me. Now, 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 Telling your story, what made you want to tell your story? And and before you answer that, how long was you abducted for? It was just under an hour and a half. But during that abduction, I was an eight-year-old kid with a knife to my throat being sexually assaulted for an hour and a half straight. Wow, wow, wow. Now, let me ask you a question. How did you escape your abductor? So, um... After being assaulted for over an hour and a half, he decided to leave the mall parking lot and head towards the uh, main main road to get out, out of the mall. A miracle happened. Somebody ran a stop sign and cut him off. And when that happened, I jumped out of the car and I ran half naked into the mall. Now, how old? I was eight. Eight. As an eight-year-old child, like I couldn't even fathom what was going through your mind at that time, you know, and, and being sexually assaulted by an adult, that is the, you know, the most stomach-turning part to me. Um, your love for films came from your mother's side, I saw. Absolutely. absolutely. Um, my mom was a Filipino beauty queen. Uh, my my family actually 
put the first movie theater in the Philippines in the 1920s. Now hold on, see you going you going past the question. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You good? You good? That means you're comfortable. So your grandfather opened up the first movie theater over in the Philippines in the 1920s. Correct. Right? Correct. How has that been enriching in the family? Like because that's that's a milestone. You Absolutely. I mean? Like for your father. For him to do something like that so how has that been for the family well it, it's you know as far as my family and and that part like like i found all about about that in like my 30s it was just kind of something that it's just part of the, the family history and, and and you know which is amazing because you know i i joke around with my mom because my i don't know if you ever saw the mo movie uh 10 with bo derrick way back in the yeah. way day so my mom actually dated john derrick the director right before he married bo derrick and i always say mom why didn't you marry him i would have had a career in, in film a lot sooner say <laughs> so i wouldn't have had to make my yes way. exactly exactly <laughs> i get it i get it and also reading your imdb like your father he was in the Navy. No, I was in the Navy. Was in I was in the Navy. Navy. Okay, yeah. okay. Your father was in the service. Uh -huh. And he was captured by the Japanese. That's my grandfather. That's my grandfather. Your my grandfather. grandfather. And it was my great-grandfather okay. that actually put the theaters in the, in the Philippines. Okay, so your great-grandfather put the theater. Uh -huh. And your grandfather was the one who was in the military. He was in the Navy. Yes, yes. And... He, Okay, and he was the one who got the purple. Yes, heart. purple heart. He he survived the Japanese death march, the 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 march of Bataan, um, and he was a POW. Okay. So it's safe to say you come from a long line of survivors. Yes, absolutely. So it's in your. It, blood. It's in my blood. We know how to escape. We know how to get out of tough situations. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay, so check this out. Um, tell us, what is Trickaroo? Trickaroo. It's Trickaroo. Um, I, I actually design and manufacture small footprint electric vehicles. So it's a cross between a golf cart, a bicycle, and a mobility scooter. It's the only ADA-compliant vehicle that takes, a pa takes two passengers. You go into buildings and things like that, but it's also street legal, and you could fold it up and throw it in the back of your car. So it's great for like tailgating, uh, taking on cruises, RV, uh, you know, RVers, boaters, they take them out. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm a big Bucks fan. I probably nobody wants to hear that because I know you're up in Atlanta, <laughs> but, um, you know, uh, I, I take it tailgating. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's fun to, to do uh, neighborhood parties and stuff like that rather than having a golf cart. It's just smaller. So for people that live like live in condos and things like that, you could fold it up and bring it inside your house and, you know, two people could go out on. That's dope. That's dope. So let me ask you something now. Being an entrepreneur and being a director, which one is your passion? Oh, man. Um, man, because, you know, you had to, you had to pick a hard one. You know, I, I, I struggle. I, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I truly I truly struggle on that because I go back and forth. But um, 
the one thing about making making movies and stuff, it, it, it's just like being an entrepreneur. You're just writing a lot of checks. <laughs> yeah, you're writing a lot of checks. You're, you're paying a lot of people. Um, I, th- I think being an entrepreneur and a business owner and also being a director, it's all about the creative process. I, I love the idea of, of thinking of something in your in your mind and just being able to create it and, and take something from nothing and, and build upon it. And, and, you know, I know you, you work a lot with music. It's, it, it's, it's the same thing. It, it's, it's trying to create something beautiful out of something that's just spinning around in your head. Come on, man. Talk that talk. I read your IDB, IMDB from top to bottom. What stood out the most to me is that you funded your own project. Now, this show right here was created for artists that, you know, so that don't have a platform. I, I, I'm allowing them to use my platform to hopefully gain fans and followers to help, you know, prepare their career. But what I know is that you have to invest in yourself in order to get yourself out there like that. So you investing in yourself to get your story out there was very inspiring. Very expensive. Ask me how many trackeroos it costs to make a movie. (laughs) (laughs) See, I ain't going to count your coins now. I ain't going to count your coins. But look, what I am doing is I'm, I'm setting the stage for something that is so important. Besides you funding your own project, you started a charity. Mm-hmm. Well, the Untold Project is, is a charity that I'm working in and getting it set up. It's, it's My goal is for this year, um, kind of like how the No Hate campaign that went around the country and took photos and things like that is uh the goal is to do a 40 city tour um hopefully we'll be kicking off in june um we wanted to start actually last year but with covid and and theaters not being open we had to we had to pause and and we did we're now doing it kind of in sync with our our video on demand release so the charity itself is that we will do screenings in 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 different cities we'll come see you up in atlanta if you want (laughs) absolutely and um with the screenings, we'll have survivors of trauma that will actually be on a panel. We, the goal is through ticket sales that will leave a part of the proceeds in each city. So that way people that are dealing with PTSD, uh, rape trauma syndrome, military sexual trauma, and childhood sexual abuse will have you know at least some form of outreach that, that hopefully we can fund some people to get started into other therapy or some form of group therapy and kind of support the, the local community and leave money in the communities so that way people can actually heal and get to the other side of trauma. Talking my language, I mean, you, you're a helper and that's the beautiful, beautiful part about, you know, um, going through trauma, overcoming trauma because you can help others that's experiencing it. So, um, for those that might want to get in contact with you, can you give out your social media so they can find you and follow you? But before that, 
How can they find Well, they can find the movie on currently on Vudu um, at Untold This Is My Story. Uh, it releases on Amazon over the weekend, Google Play, Xbox, AT&T, DirecTV, and next month it will be in uh, on DVD in Barnes & Noble's Best Buy, Amazon, and also on Walmart. Somebody got the distribution. I did. I did. I got a wonderful distribution deal. Shout out to the distributors of this wonderful movie. Yes, it's uh, um, Freestyle Digital Media. They believed in my story and are putting it out there for me. Shout out. Shout out. I might need that connection. I might need it, Gina. I see you. So listen. <laughs> all right. All right. So look, check this out. Give them your social media so they can get in contact. So the easiest way to get all my handles is actually going to my website, which is GinaMGarcia.com or going to the movie webpage, which is untold-movie.com. On Facebook, you can find me at Gina M. Garcia Official. Um, I know I have the Twitter handles and all that other stuff and TikToks. And, and that's pretty much the easiest way is just clicking a button by going actually to my individual website. I skipped over this for a reason. Your mentor, Patty Jenkins. Yeah. What has she meant to you and this? You know, she she changed my life. Like I had I had seeked her out. Um, I literally flew cross country to to meet her. Well, she didn't know I was flying cross country to meet her, but you know, I believe that if 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 you flex your manifesting muscle, you can you can do anything. So. I had I had um, helped produce a, a a short film that was getting an award or was up for award. We actually did win, and she was an honoree at, at the festival. Um, so I, I I after the awards happened, I was the first person out of the room. I had this little card, like postcard, with my story on it. And uh, when I first was pitching it, I didn't have my name on there. I had the name of Gabby on there. Uh, I should have had Maria. Um, so I handed her the card. She read the, the synopsis, the story, and she goes, do you have the rights for this? And I said, yeah, it's my story. And she looked at me and, and, and there was this line, there was like 200 people waiting in line to meet her. Cause you know, Pat, Patty directed monster. She's directed wonder woman. You know, she's directing the next oh, no. star Wars. And hold on, hold on. You going too fast. Yeah, Slow down. Okay. Say it again so the people know exactly who you talking okay, about. Okay, Patty Jenkins, she, she directed Monster. She directed both the Wonder Womans. She's getting ready to direct the next Star Wars. Um, you know, when it comes to filmmaking, she's a badass. Let, like, let's just call it what it is. And um, I had handed her the, this card, and, and there were so many people in line. And I was just like, I appreciate I just wanted to meet you. And I just walked away. I, just, I was like, you, you got all these other people. And I went back and forth, like somebody that was trying to pick somebody up and I was waiting for her to notice me. And then she's sitting there with her mom and everybody's like, you know, and she's like, Gina, come here. I need to know more about your story. And we talked for a few hours that night and, and I told her my story and stuff like that. And the craziest thing, cause she was just like, I was like, oh, this is my opportunity. I'm going to ask her to direct my film because I was a producer. I wasn't a director. And, and I was like, will you direct my movie? And she goes, absolutely not and i was it, it like it broke my heart i was like what do you mean you said 
you about my story she's like this you know your story has to get out and i'm like she's like you have to direct it and i told her i wasn't a director and she's like you will be when you're done and she mentored me from like script to script to, script to screen as far as just giving me like such sage advice on on how to deal with cast and crew and you know she she uh one piece of advice she told me, which I think is the worst and best advice, especially for artists. She says, if you raise any money at all, start shooting. And I was like, but if, if, if I don't have enough money, I won't, how am I going to finish? She goes, do not be one more person in Hollywood that just has a script. Have some footage. If you have footage, you'll finish. So it's, it's all about getting started. So if you have footage, you'll finish. And... By, by shooting a little bit at a time. And that's why partly it took so long is I had, because I had footage and we shot a, a small little trailer, I was able to get Deborah Wilson from Mad TV to come on board. You know, she normally plays like uh, Oprah Winfrey and, and Whitney Houston. I, I got Jason London from Dazed and Confused. I got Jennifer Rubin from, you know, she was on on the crush and all of Wes Craven's movies. I, I got Gloria Allred, who's a civil rights attorney. It was her, her acting debut, but it's because I had footage and, and people knew I, I had, I wasn't just one more person that's out there with, you know, when it comes to music, I have a song, a but they won't go in the studio. Yeah. You know, a song doesn't do anything if it's someone can't hear it. So it, it it's the entire thing. You've got to invest in yourself. So I raised a little bit of money. And, and I sold a lot of trackeroos, <laughs> and I just started shooting. It was just like, how many trackeroos do I gotta sell to get a couple more days, couple more days of, of filming going on? Um, you know, so so her advice was great. The other thing that I I would say to anybody that wants to make a movie is like, I actually bought like a grip truck. I bought all the equipment out of, out of a lighting, and I bought cameras. I bought it all. And which I know must sound crazy to a lot of people, but when I was done shooting, I sold it all. So I didn't have to pay rental fees. I didn't have to pay because rental fees are crazy. If, if you actually rent a, a professional camera for more than 10 days, it's almost the cost of buying it outright. So I sold it at the end of it. And then um, that paid for my post-production. That's what the entrepreneur is about. What I and that's exactly what I was about to say. That took ingenuity, because most people would do just what you said. They would rent opposed to buying, not knowing that it's going to pay for itself. And then you're going to get the usage out of it, and then you're going to get your money back somehow, some way, whether it be all of it or some of it. You still getting money back from it, and you got the product. So that took ingenuity. Thank you. Thank you. Going into the movies, going into, you know, the streaming outlets, how has promoting it been? That's been tough. That's been tough. I would say, you know, trying to align with the right publicists and right people, um, I think that's the hardest part. And, and you know, that that's, that's in life, you know, figuring out the right people that are truly believe in what you're doing and your projects, because everybody will have a handout. But that doesn't mean that they're the right people to work with. So you really gotta spend time um, vetting people. And I can say 
I hadn't spent enough time. So, so I, I'm still working on a lot of that, but, um, yeah, you know, my, my, my distribution company, they're doing a good deal, a great job as far, as far as getting some of the, the marketing out. And, you know, Rashana has been fantastic. She got me on here with you. So I, I've been just using a lot of my networks and, and, and friends and, and, uh, you know, I was on a, a nationally syndicated show uh, just on Tuesday, which was fantastic. And that, that came through um, friends and things like that. So, you know, and, and that's the thing is, is like, um, I'm very appreciative of everyone that's actually stepped up and helped me out. And, um, and you, and you gotta be reciprocal, you know, you, you, you gotta just not take. So, so I, I think my friends stepped up for me because that's kind of how I live my life. It's like, Hey, you know, you help me, I help you that, you know, cause we could all grow together, you know? And I think that, that, that's important. So, um, as far as publicity, I'm just trying to get get it out there, get the word out. It is an independent film. You know, I didn't have millions and millions of dollars backing me. Um, but I, I hopefully I can get millions and millions of people that that that, that this film can touch and you know that 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 it speaks to people. So hopefully you're little you're listening and you're listening and seeing audience will uh, you know promote the film for me and, and get the message out there. Well, look, this is what this this is what we doing right here, right now. Um, your network is your net worth. Yes, you know what I mean, like the people you've met that have put you in contact with people that you may not have met on your own has been a blessing. So, what I want to offer is the ability to be able to promote your movie even more because being a survivor of trauma myself and having trauma TV. I think that this would be a great collaboration for you and I to do. Uh, I'm also a certified digital marketing specialist with a degree, associate's degree in marketing, mm -hmm. certified right here by Facebook themselves. Wow. So saying that to say, I know how to reach the people. I know how to get the word out about your movie. So let's converse more about that. But what I want you to do before we wrap this up is let the people know how they can get in contact with you and where they can find the movie at once again. Absolutely. You can get in contact with me at GinaMGarcia.com, untold-movie.com. Uh, that has all my my handles for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, all that, all that stuff. And then as far as, uh, what was the other part of the question? I'm so sorry. I guess how, where they can find the movie. Okay, and where they can find the movie, they can find it on Voodoo, Google, Google Play, Xbox, um, Amazon this weekend, uh, in May, Barnes & Nobles, Best Buy, Walmart, and Amazon.com to actually buy the DVDs. Dope. I got one question before we take it to the dodo. Your next endeavor... Will you be doing another movie? I, I, yeah, I will definitely be doing another movie. You got to count me in. Don't count me out. I, I won't. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually working on a TV pilot currently. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I'm already TV ready. This face is already gracing the tizzy. Yes, yes, it's too pretty not to be seen. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. So listen, um, I want to thank you for coming on to the show once again. 
um, getting your story out. And um, from me to you, I am impressed by how you have overcame your trauma and how you are now using your story to educate other people. It's a blessing to be in your presence. I thank you for coming on to the show once again. Thank you so much. Thank you, Casino. I really appreciate you. No problem. No problem. And uh, let's let's stay in contact and let's converse a little bit more so we can get this word out. And um, I'm going to be sharing and pushing your commercial for your for your movie so people can see it even more. Not just on this mm -hmm. show, but on future shows to come. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Absolutely. So is there anything else you want to leave the people with before we get up out of here? No story should go untold. Everybody has a voice and they need to use it. So uh, I'm going to wrap this up. I thank you once again, Ms. Garcia, for blessing us on the B-side with your presence and telling us your story. Absolutely. You take care. You do the same. Thank you. Look, y'all, this is what I want y'all to understand. Like, this is the B-side, right? This is about music, but it's not always about music. I told y'all, we're not a jukebox. You're going to get informative information right here to help propel yourself in your career, but also how to live life on a daily basis. So look, man, it's your man, C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E, Casino Roulette, that is. I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 p.m. Tell a friend to tell a friend to check their ass in. We gone.